Uh, we've been talking about the cold weather. We've also been talking about, you know, the holiday season. Earlier we had a conversation about um, about entertaining and, and food and maybe what you're putting on the table uh, over the next uh, week or so. And a part of that conversation, you know, oftentimes is what are you going to serve to drink as well and and we know though that there's more and more people out there who don't want to drink alcohol or they may want to cut back on uh, their alcohol and it, it seems and I want to say finally but I think it's been happening for a while that um, there's more and more choices finally out there and I guess part of the question for maybe some folks is yeah but what do they taste like um the non-alcoholic industry when it comes to beer and wine and spirits is growing exponentially and in fact uh, the non-alcoholic beer market get this alone was worth more than 22 billion dollars u.s this year and it's believed it's going to be double that in a decade. Sarah Kate is joining me this afternoon. Sarah is an alcohol-free sommelier. She's the founder, the editor, and publisher of some good, clean fun. Sarah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me today. Happy holidays, everyone. Yeah, and great to talk with you. And, and here's the thing, Sarah. I can remember uh, my, my first husband wasn't a drinker, and I know every once in a while he'd bring home, I think it was like an O'Doul's or something like that. <laughs> and I can remember tasting it going, ugh, uh, right? you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, haven't, I didn't realize how much has changed over the past 15 years, let's say, but things are changing. The market is... Is growing and there's a lot more choice now isn't there there I it's unbelievable to put this in perspective um, as a Canadian I decided to stop drinking a couple of years ago uh, in just before the pandemic actually and at the time I was looking around at the US and the UK and saying wow look at all those non-alcoholic drinks they have why don't we have those in Canada there was nowhere online to order non-alcoholic drinks and now um, I have a list on my website and it is of where to buy alcohol free in Canada and there's like 15 different vendors on that list and, and uh, or, I, there's at least a dozen online vendors to buy non-alcoholic drinks so to put that in perspective um, we went from zero to, to you know at least a dozen places online to purchase non-alcoholic drinks within a, the matter within you know within two years is, um, Sarah who's driving the 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 growth in in the non-alcoholic drink industry is it is it the younger is it younger generations or is it you know you know 50 year olds like me have said okay you know what I've had enough <laughs> yeah so the actual the great news is that it's every single generation so Gen Z's first of all Gen Z's aren't drinking as much um, as their parents they have you know um, seen the effects of too much drinking on their parents and their you know generations rebel so they're like you know no thanks I don't want to act like a jerk like my parents when they drink too much wine and they're also smoking a lot of cannabis so it's our, our you know taking cannabis it's a it's a totally different um, you know thing for them how they imbibe on 
and things, how they, you know, how they entertain and socialize. So there's that. But then there's also a whole wellness. The millennials are all wellness focused. It's, we're, we're all about, you know, be your best self, uh, <laughs> self-care, health and wellness. And it was only a matter of time before millennials discovered that, like, oh, my God, wine isn't having wine every day is not self-care. It's not good for you. And Argent, like, you know, I'm 40, 46, so it's, you know, I'm a little bit older. That I'm just at the ed tip of uh, millennial, early Gen Z, or Gen X. I mean, we have grown up with a very wine-focused culture for women specifically mm-hmm. to, like, you know, mommy wine culture and have your wine and women in wine. and se- it, it stems from sex in the city and this idea that, like, we have equality and freedom and we can drink as much as we want. And so now we're all saying... I don't feel good in the morning. You know, some of us are going, not me, but a lot of my, co- you know, pe- people I know are going through menopause and um, men are getting older too. And they're saying, I don't feel good anymore. I can't have more than a drink or two without feeling terrible in the morning. And so Sarah, yeah. And you know what? There's, there's a lot of folks uh, like that. And I'm, I'm one of them. You know, I've, I've cut back uh, the amount of alcohol uh, that I've been drinking over the last probably four or five months. Part of, uh, of a wellness program, right? Like part of, mm-hmm. you know what? I need to lose some weight. I need to d- take better care of myself but I haven't turned to the non-alcoholic options out there because I remember them in the past tasting like crap (laughs) (laughs) right and so this is a huge there's a huge stigma still around non-alcoholic drinks and we're getting we're we're starting to get there where people are starting to discover that it's not the same and it is there's a lot of great great products out there so number one Canada is really crushing it when it comes to non-alcoholic craft beer so um there are brands from east to west libra noni Harmons. um one for the road actually is i think in edmonton they're definitely in alberta somewhere yeah, partake uh, i think is in alberta as well yeah right and so you know and uh partake was first to the market obviously and mm-hmm. since then you know it's just a flood of craft beer so craft beer and um you know we're doing a really great job canada has tons of wineries but we have no infrastructure to make non-alcoholic wine that all the good stuff in the wine non-alcoholic wine space is coming from europe and australia and there are winemakers who are taking the care to to uh take a premium wine product and de-alcoholize it and and keep the flavors keep the things that we want and you know it's a mindset shift it's not going to taste exactly like the alcoholic counterpart because there's no alcohol in it Mm -hmm. it's more about having an i always pitch this to people as you are having an elevated experience. It just doesn't have alcohol. You are having a drink and you're having an elevated experience. You're socializing with a drink in your hand and you're enjoying the, com- the company of others or, you know, or at home relaxing and it just doesn't have alcohol in it. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it, you know, I know it's a small, people would say that's a huge nuance, but I'm like, well, <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, it's how you pitch it in your mind that you are having that experience. And then spirits also, if you're a spirit drinker, yeah. we're coming, we're coming along. We're coming along. There's bourbons, there's gins, there's, tequilas there's lots of stuff yeah and, and sarah i was surprised to, to to see that on your website this afternoon some good clean fun, uh, dot com <laughs> because i i went on there and i'm looking okay let's talk about spirits i'm a bourbon drinker i i've, I've loved bourbon ah. for for quite some time and i and okay. i found your recipe for a, an old-fashioned i'm like well what are they using in this right but i'm just <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah come on you know and i'm i'm wondering yeah. though if you know if the bourbon flavor is there if the tequila flavor is there or isn't yeah. masked by everything else we're putting in the drink to to make this mocktail 
Yeah, so, okay, so first of all, I say knocktails. So, so instead of an M, I use N, so for non-alcoholic cocktail, I'm trying to shift the language because mocktail makes you feel juvenile and like yep. you're missing out on something. Yep. So, so you so should be having you a have, Shirley Temple or something. Exactly, yeah. So uh, a couple of years ago when, so for instance, and I don't mean to, you know, to, to uh, diminish any brand, but Seedlip, for instance, yeah, it, it, it really like you would put... Uh, seed lip in with some tonic and the tonic just drowned out the seed lip Mm -hmm. like it didn't even feel like you had anything in your glass now we have come a really long way so the bourbon that i recommend is called free spirits and there's another one called monday drink monday those are the two and you would be so shocked Uh, aside from the alcohol you're getting all of those those um i'm trying to think about now like what the the, what the bourbon flavors are that kind of oaky the caramels all that sort of stuff stuff, oh my god the free spirits you can taste the caramel and the free spirits in the, in the Monday, it's a little bit more, um, a little bit more spicy. So it's uh, like, um, so here's the thing: with the alcoholic world, every single bottle and brand has a nuance. They have their own differentiator, and it's yeah. the same in the non-alcoholic space. Free Spirits is totally different than Drink Monday, and if you like a, a bourbon on the rocks. Uh, it we're not there yet you need to okay. mix these okay. the spirits are you have to mix them and um the, you know you play around with proportions i usually double so if a, if a gin and tonic is one ounce to tonic i say put two ounces in just to make sure that you're getting that flavor in there and um you know you'll you'll find sometimes you have you have something that drowns out the the non-alcoholic permit and you realize okay i can't you have to scale back on the pomegranate or scale back on the, <laughs> you know, something. And yeah. Sarah, Sarah, hold on just a second. I've got a couple more yeah, questions sure. for you, but I need to check sure. uh, traffic. So hold the line for okay. just a moment. We're talking okay. to Sarah Kate, who is an alcohol-free sommelier, the founding editor and publisher of SomeGoodCleanFun.com, uh, talking about the fact that non-alcoholic drinks, uh, beer, wine, spirits, growing exponentially in this country. A few more questions for Sarah right after a look at the drive. Driving home the stories that matter in Edmonton. This is Afternoons with your host, Jay Lynn Nye, on 630 Chad, Edmonton's News. Today's talk. All right, it's 520 this afternoon. And talking about uh, the, the, the rise of uh, no alcohol drinks, non-alcoholic drinks, whatever you want to call them, um, and th- the popularity and the market and how it's growing. Sarah Kate is joining us this afternoon. Again, an alcohol-free sommelier. She's the founder, the editor, and publisher of somegoodcleanfun.com. Uh, a great website. Spent some time on it uh, earlier today. Sarah, what about the cost? Like, if I'm, if I'm going to buy uh, a bottle of, let's say no alcohol uh, tequila is it is it is it is it is it less than um the alcohol the, the tequila with alcohol in it and, and I, I guess some people are wondering ah, there's no alcohol in it why would it cost more or less or whatever Right. That's a really good question. And a lot of people ask this. So it's not a lesser product. And so because there's no alcohol in it, I think we have to get away from thinking that that is the, the pinnacle is to have alcohol in it um, of any product. And so I think it's the idea that um, it's not a lesser product, more care and love TLC has gone into these because you're um, making with, so with wine, for instance, you are making a premium wine, and then you are 
spending more time and TLC with, a, you know, perhaps a winemaker is involved in removing the alcohol and making sure that the product is drinkable afterwards. So there are grocery store wines that are made in a plant somewhere. Somebody presses a button, it boils the wine, they bottle it, and they off it goes to Loblaws. Um, you know, I wouldn't recommend that. That's not great wine. Um, but, you know, the, the, the TLC that goes into a wine from, um, I just drank one from Italy, actually, and I was, you know, I, I went and looked at the story of the winemaker and the vineyard, and it's it's actually pretty incredible, um, you know, the work that goes into this. It involves an investment in infrastructure and, um, you know, the, all the new technology to remove alcohol from things. The spirits world also, you're often making, um, distilling things in mm-hmm. new methods, using innovative technology with beer. Um, you know, some of the, the, beer is the easiest one, I think. I shouldn't say easy, and please forgive me, anybody out there yeah. who makes non-alcoholic <laughs> beer. Um, you know, it's uh, it's a little bit easier to get it going uh, and share fermentation tanks and uh, you know and uh, product you know production lines. Um, you know, with other small beer companies, and um, you know, a, a lot of the times, the best non-alcoholic beer is not being uh, it's not dealcoholized. So some of it is, some of it is is just um, uh, the fermentation has been halted at okay, a certain yeah. point to, to control the alcohol. So long story short. It's more expensive because there's more TLC that's gone into it. It's not a sub. It's not a subpar product. Okay. It's actually, um, you know, on par with anything with alcohol in it. Well, boy, oh boy, I'm going to have to uh, try some of these out because it sounds like it's come a long <laughs> way from the last time I've right. tasted uh, uh, yes. no alcohol uh, beer yes. or the, Oduel, the wine. Oduel, <laughs> it's a long way since Oduel's, Absolutely. <laughs> Sarah, great conversation and an important one as well. Want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Um, uh, you know, I look forward to talking with you again. Thanks for this. Yeah, thanks. Thank you for having me, and happy holidays, everyone. And let's touch base in dry January and yep. see how that's going. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. That's Sarah Kate. <laughs> Have a good evening. Yeah, Bye-bye. take care. Sarah Kate joining us this afternoon. Uh, my friends over at Black Diamond Distillery as well, David and Andrea, saying, hey, we have a line of zero-proof cocktails for different canned cocktails as well. So, yeah, there's a lot of options out there, and a lot of the, the local brewers and, um, and spirit makers are, are looking at this because they are seeing the growth in this area just around the corner from dry January as well coming up to 524 okay we need to take a pause on the other side another look at your business numbers plus the tune that you chose to play in full the Christmas tune is coming up stay with us